Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and sit down. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Okay, take your jacket, take you another layer. Whatever you think you need to get into the car this morning, take one extra. It's chilly this morning. A frost. Going to take a minute to get it off the car windows. You've been warned. Sun's not out just yet. So it is chilly outside. High today is supposed to be 53 degrees. So it's not like it's going to get balmy by any stretch of the imagination. But it's certainly going to be a lot warmer in the middle of the afternoon than it is right now. So if you've got the kids and you're getting ready to hop into the car and they don't have a coat... You might want to go grab the coat. Yesterday, it wasn't as bad. Over the weekend, it was pretty tolerable outside. It's chilly this morning. But we've got a lot to talk about this morning, and we're going to try to knock it all out for you again. Yesterday, we had too much to cover. I mean, it was a busy, busy show. We're going to slow down considerably today because we don't have effectively two and a half, three days worth of stuff to cover. But we're going to bounce around and do a lot of different things. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Of course, today, for those of you that do not know, this news came out, and when I saw it, I got to be honest, I, I... I have to give a tip of the cap um, to the team of Shohei Otani. Not the Dodgers who signed Shohei Otani, even though they deserve a tip of the cap too. The, um, The team, the people behind the person, Shohei Otani. Well played. Well played indeed. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. We don't talk about this a lot, though we should. And we're going to talk more and more about it as we dive deeper and deeper into the life of this show. One of the things that 
One of the things that we don't get to cover enough here is soccer. The Clemson Tigers just won the national championship beating Notre Dame 2-1, claiming their fourth national championship in soccer, men's soccer. We don't talk about soccer enough on this show, and and that's going to be changing soon. You've got the Premier League, which is heading toward Boxing Day. Now, if you don't follow soccer, and you're not really hip on English culture, Boxing Day is effectively their Christmas. You have Christmas Day here on the 25th. The following day is Boxing Day. It's, um, It's incredibly big in England. And on that day, they have a bevy of games related to Boxing Day. It's one of the bigger days on their English Premier League calendar, which is their major league of English football, American soccer, if you will. I could talk about soccer. Unfortunately, you're going to get one perspective because I follow one team, and the reality is is I don't have enough time in my life to be able to do deep dives into the other parts of it. Fortunately, that's going to be changing in due course, and we'll let you know more about that as we get closer and closer to the final week of the show for this calendar year. Of course, as is customary in talk radio, the period of time between Christmas and New Year's, you run best ofs, you have guest hosts, things of that nature. We're not going to be any different here. We're going to celebrate the Christmas holiday. We're going to take some time away. We'll give you some more details about that. The Clemson Tigers did win 2-1. to one. The college soccer season is now officially over after they beat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The English Premier League is cranking up. MLS is about to wrap up. And it's not going to be too awfully long before the next MLS season is going to get cranked up. If you follow the English Premier League They wrap up, and really they take about six to eight weeks off before they crank back into the next season. Every once in a while, you'll see some teams travel across the water to the United States to play some friendlies as a bit of training and preparation for their English Premier League season. We'll talk more and more about that as there's pretty much soccer to be talked about for 12 months out of the year. But just to give you a heads up, the Clemson Tigers, 2-1 winners over Notre Dame to win their fourth national title. The Miami Heat beat the Charlotte Hornets last night, 116-114. I was out and about last night and was listening to the game on the radio. Sam Farber, who handles the Hornets radio broadcast, does a good job. He and Matt Carroll are a good, solid team together on the radio. So I had a chance to listen to the majority of the fourth quarter, driving back to Belmont. Here's a couple things you may not have known, because it's not like the Charlotte Hornets have had an incredibly successful season so far. However, 
This stat jumped out at me. Last night's loss to the Miami Heat, 116-114, was the first one-possession loss for the Charlotte Hornets this season. They had come into that game 5-0 and in one-possession ballgames. Now, what that tells you is they need to play more one-possession ballgames. There have been too many games that they've just not been able to stay in for the entirety. But when they do, they have great success. Last night, they found themselves in a position where they were down anywhere from two to six points for the majority of the fourth quarter. They just couldn't quite get over the hump. Kevin Love, a name that you don't hear all that often anymore, playing in his 16th season with the Miami Heat this year, had a season's high. Caleb Martin came back to create some problems for his former team. Terry Rozier had a phenomenal night for the Hornets, 34 points, 13 assists. He's really starting to find a stride for the Hornets. They just couldn't get over the top against the Miami Heat. They lose 116-114. Here's another thing you might not have known because I certainly didn't know it. And to be quite honest with you, there's no way that I would have possibly conceived this. You ready for this? Gordon Hayward. Okay. Gordon Hayward, of course, the guy from Butler University that almost beat Duke with the half-court shot in the NCAA championship game that rimmed out, has played with the Utah Jazz, the Charlotte Hornets, the Boston Celtics, so on and so forth. He did something last night I didn't think there was any possibility he was in the conversation for. In his NBA career, he has scored over 12,000 points. That's a significant number. Last night, in the ball game against the Miami Heat, Gordon Hayward surpassed Mark Jackson on the NBA's all-time scoring list. Yes, Mark Jackson, St. John's University, one of the really great NBA players of the 80s and 90s. He surpassed him for 250th all-time in the NBA scoring numbers. Now, you think to yourself, 250, that's not exactly high. Well, given the fact that you've had as many players play in the NBA for an eternity now, and it is Gordon Hayward. I mean, let's be honest. He doesn't necessarily jump off as one of the game's elite players. Really good I had forgotten that he'd had that much staying power in the NBA. As he is now 250th all-time on the NBA scoring list. So congratulations to Gordon Hayward. Last night, two, count them, two NFL Monday night football games. The New York Giants, 24-22 winners over the Green Bay Packers. Now, are you ready for this one? This was actually part of a movie scene that I'm going to pull up a little bit later on. I don't do movies. However, this movie I saw. I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it much later on. Fortunately, it had been edited significantly. 
But this, there's a scene from the movie that actually prophesied that this would happen last night. A late field goal from the Giants got the Giants past the Green Bay Packers 24-22, and then the Miami Dolphins had a 27-13 lead against the Tennessee Titans with about three minutes to go and enter Will Levis. Will Levis, a couple of touchdown passes later, beat the Miami Dolphins 28-27. So the Tennessee Titans pick up a big win against the Miami Dolphins. Surprisingly so. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on in this show. National Hockey League tonight. Carolina Hurricanes, losers of four straight, all north of the border, will wrap up their Canadian swing of their road trip tonight against Ottawa. They'll take on the Senators at 7 o'clock. The road has not been kind in Canada to the Carolina Hurricanes. Hopefully they can salvage one out of this. They'll play Detroit, I believe, on Thursday night before they come back home and hopefully we'll have a, a more successful home stretch than they've been on the road. The reality is this. This is a much better hockey team at home than on the road. And I'm not even really sure why, because this was the team that all the pundits and prognosticators said would likely win the Stanley Cup. Well, this does not look like a Stanley Cup winner in the Carolina Hurricanes. At least not yet. Hopefully they turn it around. So that puck drop will happen at 7 o'clock tonight. Charlotte FC, going back to soccer for just a moment, about to name their new head coach, the third in three years. We've talked about this on the show. And i got to be honest with you, if you're going to name a soccer coach in this part of the world, you're certainly not going to get the attention of the fans any better than a name like Dean Smith. Dean Smith will be announced as the manager of Charlotte FC, or at least that's the plan, according to carolinasportshub.com, Richard Walker's website. Dean Smith has significant time spent in the English Premier League as a manager for Aston Villa, Norwich, and Leicester City. So we'll see how that relationship works. High school basketball from last night. Cherryville got a sweep of North Gaston. Cherryville wins 63-48 on the boys' side, 41-39 on the girls' side. Highland Tech split a doubleheader against Bradford Prep. The guys fell to Bradford Prep, 63-45. The girls continue to win, 34-27 win. It's not always pretty with the Rams, but they get the win nevertheless last night, 34-27. to Catawba Ridge split with South Point last night. On the boys' side, Catawba Ridge got the win at home against the South Point Red Raiders, 84-66. to Red Raiders boys starting off a little slow. They'll have a chance to correct that tonight when they play their home opener against Fort Mill, the Yellow Jackets, this evening. On the girls' side, 
The girls win 48-37. Amaya Graham, as you might imagine, had another big night. She'll lead this girls' club tonight in their home opener against the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. We'll be there covering that game this evening over at South Point High School. Stuart Kramer last night swept South Iredell. The Stuart Kramer Club on the boys' side, now 4-3 and three on the season. They started out really, really slow. Lost three straight. In fact, the third consecutive loss was a loss to Marvin Ridge to where they actually got yoked. 61-25 was the final in that game. They got blitzed. Since then, they've rattled off four straight. They've beaten South Iredell twice. They beat East Lincoln on the road 57-49. to and they took down East Rutherford in overtime, 59-58. to Last night's win against South Iredale, a 57-49 verdict, was on the road. This is a Stuart Kramer club that's playing much better since that loss to Marvin Ridge. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in this Rush Hour morning show on Tuesday. And yes, we are actively searching for Brad Sloan. Would love to get him on to talk about his Stuart Kramer storm. And not only that, but you look at the girls' side of things. Stuart Kramer, 59-57 winner over South Iredale last night in overtime. Much to keep the eye on about the Stuart Kramer girls. This is a club that seems poised to do a lot of good work this season. Tonight's schedule, Crest will take on Burns. East Gaston will travel to Olympic. East Lincoln will go to Ashbrook tonight. Kings Mountain will take on Shelby. Lincolnton travels to Cherryville. Then, of course, tonight, Fort Mill comes north of the border to South Point. College basketball scores from last night, a very light night of action. Gardner-Webb beat North Greenville 79-60 in Boiling Springs. Gonzaga, 10th ranked in the country, beats Mississippi Valley State. One other game of note, Longwood University yesterday had their education game up in Farmville, took on Gallaudet, beat them 92-61. to Now, the game itself, Gallaudet's not a Division I school. The game has really no significance in the Big South Conference. I wouldn't even be bringing it up if it weren't for the story of Gallaudet. Who is Gallaudet? Gallaudet is a college in the Washington, D.C. area for the, blind, uh, for the deaf and the hearing impaired. Very interesting story of Gallaudet. You should certainly check it out as Longwood beats them 92-61. to 61. We come back on the other side of the timeout. Corky Franks will join me on this Tuesday morning because we're going to go a lot of different places. And yes, we're going to definitely talk about Shohei Otani because that's a big story. All that as we continue on this Tuesday morning. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, 
John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. Folks, now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game with new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more. Your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That is the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media. Be sure to visit homeoutlet.com. With that said, Corky Franks, good morning. What's happening? 
I, I got a question. Ask it, baby. Because just before you literally put the headset on. You hit the music? Well, I hit the music. But even before then, you pulled off one beanie. Yeah. And grabbed another and put it on. No, I had two on. Okay. So see what I'm saying? So basically, you just peeled one layer off. I had a Yank- I had a Yankees beanie on for the first layer. Okay. And had the Hornets beanie on for the second layer. Doubled okay. up, doubled up beanies today. Okay. Two teams that both stink, <laughs> <laughs> but they keep my head warm today. Yes. Yeah, listen, you know, I have to go to work here at nine o'clock, right? Or like nine o one. Yes. Dude, I already started the truck up. The, the the work van's already warming up. It's so cold outside. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. chilly. There's no question about it. Listen, full disclosure, I mean, if you'd like me to, let me show you. Look, no. Look. I, I'm going to no. take my pants off. No. Look. <laughs> look. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to take them all the way off. Look. Okay, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Great. You got three pairs of long johns on. That's awesome. Long johns, but I got my running tights on. Keep me warm today. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Take my word. You just saw it. That's, yeah. You you don't see what's on underneath that? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Good, because there ain't Uh, nothing. (laughs) Hey, listen. I I, I got a a late start. Well, not a late start. I mean, I've been up since like four. But I got a late start going to the store this morning. Listen, I'm still walking around like this old red goat I had one time. You ever seen those goat with the stiff back legs where they can't move? They don't bend? Okay. That's how my legs feel. My my calves are so sore from running that race Saturday and getting dehydrated. I can't straighten straighten my kneecaps out all the way. You know, it's funny you say that because Jake Browning, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. who's taken over now for Joe Burrow and has been fantastic. He's been awesome. He left the game a little bit on Sunday. Hand cramping. He he hadn't stayed hydrated. and That's a real thing, man. It, it is. Like, he couldn't grip the football the same that Joe Burrow, and everybody was, like, freaking out. He's like, no, 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 no. I, like, literally, my hands are cramping. That's that's what was going on, dude. I I was cramping up so bad. I was running like a robot, like like a, a robot mixed with Fred Sanford. I, you know what I'm saying? I was tight. <laughs> a like, robot. Mixed you know how Fred's with Fred hands, Sanford. like Fred, like Fred's hands wouldn't work. That, that's called osteoarthritis. Well, no, it was called dehydration. <laughs> you go back and listen to that episode yesterday. That's what happened, man. Yeah, I got a late start this morning. So anyway, I was going to the store. Um, since I haven't, because I'm I'm not working now. I can't. <laughs> I right. can't, I okay, can't. you're you're in a bad way right. I, now. I, I gotta take. A, I gotta. I gotta. Uh, uh, let's see here. Getting ready to get that information you asked for during the break. So awesome. Probably gonna make that happen. We'll see. Don't want to. Don't want to mess it up. But good. Anyway, I, I just. I need to take a couple days off. Sure. Right. Sure. But I'm not taking the day off from the Nemo cakes. Right. Okay. So I pulled out of the studio parking lot. Left one car there overnight. Went to get in it this morning. Def- didn't have time to defrost because I had to get to the store and get back, right? Man, I had my head stuck out, <laughs> stuck out the window going down the road because I couldn't see. <laughs> I'm serious. I had the defrost wide open, the windshield wipers wide open, the windshield wiper on the right side, half the half the plastic came off, so now i got to get new windshield wipers today because I'm trying to use the wipers to knock the, the ice off the windshield. It's a true story. And I'm going down the road, and finally, I got about, 
three quarters of the way up the road the studio's on, and a little spot appeared in the windshield. So I rolled the window up and went from 35 down to like five and was driving through like a pinhole. <laughs> you done that before, had you, Brian? I, I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> You know what that. I'm talking about. I see the look on your face. Everybody's done that before, right? That's that's the Harry and Lloyd moment from Dumb and Dumber when, yeah. Yeah, that's, you, you, uh, you know, like this, with your head up on the dash, look at the mm-hmm. one little hole. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here we are. Dude, it's cold outside. It is. It's chilly. There's no doubt about it. And Joe D is not happy. Yeah. No. He's not happy yeah, at all. Joe D. Burrow is is not happy. We're gonna get him happy here during the break. I got I got something for him during the break. Okay. So all right. And hopefully we can make this uh get uh get, get Coach Sloan on the show here. Later. Okay. Working on that right now. That would be great after they picked up their fourth consecutive win last night, fifty seven forty nine over South Iredale. Let me ask you this, Corky Franks. Okay. If you could pick up a $70 million baseball player, and your team did. Yeah. That's a good thing, right? Yep. Much to be happy about. Certainly going to help the, the team out, okay? That's, that's the plan anyway, correct? Yes, sir. What if I told you that you could get your $70 million baseball player for $2 million? Well, now you just reached the bargain basement. For a $70 million baseball player, how would that make you feel? How would it make you feel if I read, if I told you I read an article that the Dodgers have been planning for this move for years? For years? Yes. I need to, I, I, I just found this this morning. I, I Didn't I send you that thing last night about the $2 million deal? You did. Okay. And that's, and that's what got my attention because I started following up on it a little more. I also... Okay, talk about the scuttlebutt of this entire Otani deal, okay? One of the pieces of scuttlebutt that's out there in the ether right now is that Otani had pitched this concept to virtually every team that he was speaking of to begin with. You saw that? I did. That he basically had rolled out this concept that I want to win. You can pay me later. Listen, defer the money. We can sell enough jerseys. You think the guy's that, he's apparently that he's that intelligent? Apparently, he's a better just as good well, a businessman. Or at the very least, he's got a team of people that are that intelligent. This is an unbelievably shrewd move. Yeah, for everybody, for everybody. I mean, th- th- I mean, first but, of all, for someone to have the foresight. I mean, we're not talking about the, the Bobby Bonilla deal, right? That was foresight. Yeah. Okay. The Ken Griffey deal, like Ken Griffey still being paid three and a half million dollars to play baseball. He hasn't played in years. Yeah. Chris Davis is going to be owed $9.1 million by the Baltimore Orioles this year. I mean, these pay it later deals are really, really it works for everybody. Well, it certainly if, can. If well, okay, so th- this guy's a once-in-a-lifetime player, right? Well, f- for uh, now, anyway. At least, okay, he's he's once in this life. He's once in this lifetime right. player, right? Because, like you say, there's there's always going to be there's always going to be somebody better than you showing up, and that and that's the way it's supposed to be, and that's good for competition and in everything, right? Not o- not only in sports, but you know, this guy. Obviously, bet on himself, and he put the work in, and he's talented enough 
But, you know, we talk about all the time about these guys just taking a check and going to the house. This guy don't want just a check and go to the house. Don't get me wrong. He's going to get a lot of money, but he wants to win. And if he was a gr- if he was greedy and selfish and all that stuff, Brian, he'd want his $70 million every year, wouldn't he? Or his 35 after he pays all the taxes in California. So, so he don't need the money. He's got plenty of money. So why not just take a couple million bucks a year, defer it, and, and, and make the winningest team in the last decade, the Dodgers, who've won more games than anybody in the last 10 years, give this team a chance. You didn't know that? Uh, right. I mean, look, they're a great regular season yeah, club. They can't win in the playoffs. They just can't get it done in the playoffs, yeah. and that's been long chronicled on this show. Absolutely. But but the point is, he wants to win. So he's not he's not going to uh, you know he's not going to Toronto. He's not going to the Brewers. You know who did make the playoffs? But let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? There's only like the Braves have been hot a couple years. The Yankees are always going to be in the conversation because they're the Yankees. But the Dodgers are hot, man, and it's right over there where he's where he lives. What's he fifty miles from his house? Something like that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, why not stick around close to the house and give them a chance to win? Why wouldn't he do that? Well, Plus, how how, how good is he going to be seven years from now anyway? He ain't going to be as good as he is now. Well, I mean, that's the thing about it. He's 29 years old right now, so you would imagine maybe that, he's that, better. I don't that know. father time is going to work in such a way to where 37 years old, not going to be the same guy. Now, wait a minute. It ain't got me yet. I'm 52. Okay. <laughs> but, but no one's asking you to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball either. Good, because it wouldn't be pretty. Okay, so that's – I couldn't hit an 80-mile-an-hour fastball, let alone 100. Well, and that's kind of what we're, we're talking about here. But first of all, for him to have the vision – I mean, this was shrewd on so many levels. I'm, I'm almost jealous that it's that shrewd. Now, first of all, the Reds are there, – there's only a few teams. There's only a few organizations – that could have pulled any deal like this off. Dodgers, predictably, one of those teams. That's why he signed. $2 million a year to defer yeah. 680 over a decade <clears throat> from now. When money is going to look far different a decade from now than it does at the moment. And they're going to have made way more than that amount of money going into the pay me now segment of that contract, which by that time, his career, he may sign another contract. He may not. It really just kind of depends. But there's so many positives to this for both the Dodgers and for Team Otani. And I don't necessarily know where they came up with the number, but this number is well below the average market value for a Major League Baseball player. How old's Otani? 29. Because he had spent quite a bit of time in the Japanese Professional League. Well, you think about it. Um, have they re-signed Walker Bueller, Bueller yet? I don't know. He's 29. Okay. Now you got two guys. Both of them guys are pretty good. Now, now you got Will Smith. They're going to resign. Now, the point is, you got room to resign people. Oh, now. you've got incredible room. You don't and think it, those guys are happy? Go look at their Twitter pages. Talk about it, this guy being a gangster and all this stuff. Well, I, they, they want to play together. No question. Because here's here's what else has happened in the midst of all this. They signed Joe Kelly. Yeah. For a year deal, so they brought him back. Yeah. That was a priority. 
now they've immediately started going on the attack for Josh Hader, who was the closer for the Milwaukee Brewers not too long ago. Now the closer, well, was the closer for the San Diego Padres most recently. He could easily end up in a Dodgers uniform. And it also opens up the possibility of Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Japanese pitcher who really came to stardom in the World Baseball Classic. He played with Otani for Team Japan. If he gets into the mix, this is one of the most prized Japanese imports in recent year. Brown, but Probably look, since <clears throat> Otani. But look at the money they're going to generate from ticket sales and things like that just this year. Okay? Oh, so, no question. Like, Listen, these guys, we talk about it all the time. <clears throat> As a fan, I get it, man. We drink the Kool-Aid. You want your team to win and all that stuff. But... On the complete opposite side of your fandom is a billionaire who's in this thing to make money. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Whether you like David Tepper or not, the guy's still there. Might not there might not be a lot of Panthers fans at Bank of America Stadium, but there's a lot of whoever they're playing that week's fans over there. Yep. And and beer and popcorn still the same price. It don't go up or down. <laughs> they don't care what color jersey you're wearing. Well, it'll go up before it goes down. That's yeah, it sure. ain't going down. It ain't happening. The point is. Somebody on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of you and your fandom is back here thinking of how he can make money to get a return on his investment. So I can't imagine how much more money they can make on ticket sales this year. Now you got this businessman who takes the extra money they make and he invests it somewhere else. Brown, they might make $700 million this year to pay the guy off. Right. And put it in accounts. You see what I'm saying? Right. And they can put it in some sort of vehicle. That's why they're billionaires. And you and I are doing a radio show. (laughs) Well, I mean, and again, I'm sure they probably got a better start than their dad being a radio guy, okay? Yeah. But the reality is this. There are so – I mean, the tax-deferred capabilities for Team Otani in this scenario. I mean, everything works out in such a way to where, really, the only persons that have any gripe in all of this – are the other 29 teams in Major League Baseball. Team Otani should be satisfied. The Dodgers should be satisfied. And the reality is everybody else is now having to watch this club really put a a good move on the rest of baseball. I know we're at the break. I just want to mention this real quick, Brian. We say all the time on the show about you, you can be a superstar shortstop on a team that's no good, you know what I'm saying? But I would rather be the right fielder on a team that competes for championships. The, the move that this guy made to defer all that money, if you don't think he's got instant respect in that clubhouse, you're nuts. Because he could have been the superstar prima donna and, and had his handlers and everybody else and kept him away from everybody. I'm telling you right now, them guys are going to have fun in the clubhouse. Well, and it may be just the spark that this organization yeah. needed to the point to where Joe Kelly, as soon as this announcement was made, and he and his family did this in a very – very cool way. They went on social media. Joe Kelly next year, not wearing 17. He's going to wear number 99. He's giving the number up to Otani. Yeah. Because Otani, in making this move, has made a ripple effect across this Dodgers organization. Call respect, baby. No question. And you about earn it. it. No question about it. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show as we continue this first hour. We'll be back in just a bit.
Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at RushHourWGNC at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us RushHourWGNC at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Tuesday morning as we are starting out this first hour talking about Shohei Otani and his deferral of 
It's, it's still odd saying the number. 700 million dollars. You hold your finger up? Like yes. Like Dr. Evil? Yes. Over the course of 10 years. And then, in one of the more genius moves you can possibly imagine, defers 680 million of those dollars for after the contract's term has come to a close. Brown, how many, how many guys in sports or girls in sports are going to make that move? Um, Less than 1%? I, I would like to think more because this is – this particular deal here is unlike anything that we've seen before. And I, th I think there's a – I think there's a cultural piece to this. Um, I, I don't know. Okay, I, I'm just going to make up a name. Let's say it was Ralph Smith. Let's say Ralph Smith was a Major League Baseball player who was a two-time MVP, could throw 100 miles an hour, could hit 450-foot tank bombs, and he was the guy that was going to be earning $700 million. In our Western culture, I don't know that Ralph Smith makes this deal. I don't know that Ralph Smith defers $680 million. I think this is something more of Shohei, Shohei Otani and Eastern culture influencing his decision here. I, you know, here's my thing. I don't care if it was $14 billion. The, the number of the money, it's just money. I know that sounds crazy. Brown, they print it 24. To, to him, it is. They yes. print that stuff 24 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? I've probably spent more money than most people will ever make. <laughs> I'm just saying. I ran through a lot of it, right? Like an idiot. However, to me, it's not about the deferring $680 million. It's not, it's not the money. It's the fact that the guy just wants to win. He's, that's what does it for me. He's willing to give up all that money for later to give the team a chance to make their money back. Let's be honest, whether he looks at it that way or not. It's just it's so unselfish, and it's so unheard of. It's not the money to me, okay? Which is why I think it's an Eastern culture thing. It, it's, I, I love it for the simple fact that he's being unselfish. Hey, look, guys, we give you 10 years to make your money back. Brian, they'll make that money back in a year, probably. Let's be honest. Two years, they can make $700 bucks. Let's right. be honest. They can make the money back in no time. That's just being unselfish. I just looked up here some <clears throat> athletes who've deferred money. I don't know if you knew this or not. Uh, you're, uh, let's see, uh, Max Scherzer. Did you realize he deferred a ton of money? Yep. He's going to get paid. Let's see. Um, he's going to make fifteen million dollars from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty eight. Now he signed the deal in twenty fifteen. That was $210 million over seven years, okay? Uh, but he deferred all that money for later on. Isn't that right? Don't you want a guy like that in your clubhouse? Sure. Yeah, that's the kind of guys I want to be around. I don't want to be around a guy who's going to go out there and be a superstar and then get in his Bentley and drive off and not hang out with me. Who wants to hang out with that guy? Who wants to be on the team with that guy? Right. I mean, look, these, these guys are dealing with generational wealth, Okay. But we're looking at something here that's never been talked about before. We're talking, because how much money did you say that Scherzer was deferring? Um, I'll have to go back and read the whole thing. 
Like he's getting fifteen million from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty eight. So fifteen million a year deferred over the course of six, six years, years, ninety million bucks. Ninety million bucks. That's that's a big big deal. In twenty fifteen, it was sure, sure. But there's generational wealth, and then I th- I think I saw something to where this seven hundred million dollars is like. Bigger than the gross domestic product of nine countries in the world, which to me is just an absurd figure. But I mean, this guy deferred $68 million over the course of 10 years per season. No one's ever done that. No one has ever done that. And it really does. I, I think it speaks to his vision because people in the East see things differently than folks in the West. The Western culture is more of immediate gratification. I want mine. I want it now. Folks from the East play the long game far better than those in the West. And I think Shohei Otani has understood that from very early on in life and I think now has has an opportunity to really let that play out. And it benefits everybody that's in his circle. Brian, over here, nobody has any discipline. It's I want it, I want it now, right? It's the convenience store mentality. Dude, you go into a convenience store, you can can change the items on the counter any day of the week. There's somebody still going to buy it. It don't matter what you put up there. That's why they call it an impulse buy. That's exactly. We don't don't have self-discipline over here. We don't. It's out of control. Well, I think there's definitely a different measure of self-discipline in Eastern culture than it is in the West. Okay, why do you think that is? This is a me, 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 me society. Okay, well, I mean, I I think. And like I say, hey, you want to make it all about you? Oh, it will be, but not in a good way. I think the short answer is we're captive to our own affluence. Okay. Like, for instance, Shohei Otani, to my knowledge, is the only athlete that's talking about, in any sphere, in any part of the world, in any sport, talking about $700 million. I know that in Japan, guys aren't making that much money. Now, it's not the biggest major league in the world. Obviously, you don't have a lot of players that are at the highest level in Major League Baseball going to Japan. It's in reverse. The best Japanese players come to America because this is the highest level of Major League Baseball. But, Brian, in the grand scheme of things, as crazy as it sounds, and we talked about it yesterday on the show, to the average guy, which is what we are, that seems like, what are you going to do? It's, it's like lottery money. That's why you go buy a ticket on Wednesday night. To try to win the Powerball. Sure. You know, <laughs> when, when that thing goes up. But, Brian, that's not – I know this is going to sound crazy, me saying this. $700 million to guys who have money is no money. It's no money. Well – To Jeff Bezos, what's $700 million? To Elon Musk, what's $700 million? Right. You see I, what I'm saying? I, I understand. To I, the Dodgers, what is $700 million? It's no money. It's not, Brian. They'll make that money back in no time. I, I get – It's a business move. I get all of that. If, but here's the thing: if you can't gener- if you can't, if you can't jump in here and get on my flying trapeze and show that I can generate money, I'm going to pay you what you're worth to me. I don't mind you making some money, but I'm going to make some as well because it's my circus. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And if it's your circus, 
and you show up and you can't help me sell jerseys and uh, you can't get people to the concession stand and the concourse and to the merch stand and you can't do that, well, guess what? You don't have a lot of value to me. I'm sorry. It's business. We, I know it's a sports talk show. We can talk about sports all day long. It is not about sports. It's about business. And as long as you – listen, when I went to work at Monster Jam, the first thing they told us was the trucks are nothing more than a ploy to get little boys to come to the shows. Well, guess what? They found out that young boys would come to the shows and bring their brothers and bring their cousins and bring their friends from the neighborhood. Well, guess who had to bring them? A couple, couple dads had to bring them. Well, guess who's got the money? The old man. Well, then they realized they could put a pink truck out there and get the little girls to come. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it don't matter who's driving the truck. The truck's just going to get you there. See what I'm saying? Same thing in basketball, NFL, it's pro sports. It's the same thing. If you can help me generate money, you have value to me, and that's just how it is. Right. If, you have to, if you're going to hit 220, you ain't making a bunch of money. But for Otani, it's both. Like, this is the perfect both-and solution because – Yeah, but that's why we're talking about it, because this never happened. Sure. Give it a few years. Somebody else will get paid big See, money. I, and, and that's the thing about it. I, I, I don't know because, for instance, okay, and I don't know this. I, I could be completely wrong when I say this. The Juan Soto deal that he signed, okay, I don't know how much of that money was deferred. I don't. And I don't know that that's any and, – and look, Juan Soto shouldn't feel compelled necessarily – to defer money for the sake of the San Diego Padres organization or the New York Yankees now or anything of that sort. If you can go and get your money, go and get your money. I'm not knocking anybody that goes and gets theirs. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that Shohei Otani has shown that he has no problem deferring his quote-unquote payday until much later in life because he knows that this measure of money is going to have far more influence to four and five generations down the line. And I think the long game is something that Eastern culture does incredibly well. And above all, it offers tremendous flexibility to bring in the right people for this Los Angeles Dodgers organization. Which tells now here's here's the downside of this. Look, I, I, I hope I hope that the LA Dodgers are as serious about winning as it appears Shohei Otani is. Because if they do not go out and make the moves that's gonna get this team over the top, this is the kind of move that can make the Dodgers a multi time World Series champion in a very short window. But if they botch this up, this is going to be a terrible move and indicative of why the Dodgers can't get it done. And it won't have anything to do with Shohei Otani. Well, I, I was thinking something. I was completely wrong. I was thinking to myself, man, I bet this guy eats ham and cheese sandwiches and drives a pickup truck around L.A., right, around Anaheim. Wrong. <laughs> yes, says he has an extravagant car collection. He's got a Tesla, a Rolls Royce. <laughs> He's got all kind of – I was wrong, Brian. Well, and, and again, he's. it's not like he's not made any money. This guy is a massive superstar in Japan. Who, who, who's going to be the GOAT out in L.A. now? LeBron James or Shohei 
Goat Tony. Well, I, I think we're going to see ultimately a passing of the baton. Look, the reality is, is that LeBron James, his years are few remaining in the NBA. Okay? Shohei Otani has just started in L.A. He, he has become the figurehead for baseball in that part of the world. The only thing that had gone wrong for Otani, he was just wearing the wrong jersey. Now that he's got a Dodgers jersey on, it changes everything. And I don't even think that LeBron James is going to be able to stand in the way of Shohei Otani being the biggest figure in Los Angeles yeah. and being the star that encapsulates Hollywood on the hill. But you know what LeBron James will be doing now if he isn't doing it already? I bet he'll have him a suite at Dodger Stadium and go ahead and get his picture in the paper some more. You know he will be. Why wouldn't you get the rub off that guy? Oh, no question. It's all business for them guys, Brian. Could, could you imagine the endorsement deals they're going to have? I mean, how much money is he going to make in endorsement deals outside of his Dodgers contract? How many? How much is he going to make outside of that just in Japan alone? Who knows, man? I don't know. That, hey, if you talk about that kind of money, you can defer what you want to. The can't sky you? is quite literally the limit for one Shohei Otani. Another person that's having a pretty good life right now, not nearly in the same context, but Will Levis. We'll talk about some football when we come back on the other side of the break. As we dive into hour two here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, we'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.